Welcome back. It's TJ, the weirdo with a beardo from Wings 93, the new rock edge. In today's world, computer viruses are everywhere, lurking in every corner of the internet. But you remember there was a time when no one had ever heard of a computer virus or a cyber worm. That was until 1988, as we dive into the story of the Morris worm in True Crime Tuesday episode number 63 about the first cyber attack. In the late 1980s, computers were still very much in their infancy, and no one had even yet heard of the World Wide Web. But on November 2nd, 1988, a cleverly designed computer program began sweeping the young internet, replicating at incredible speeds and bringing computers to a screeching halt. Within 24 hours, the virus spread to nearly 10% of the 60,000 computers that were connected to the internet at the time. One of the first victims was a student at the University of California at Berkeley who sent an email saying, we're currently under attack, and UC Berkeley was only the first victim of the worm. The attack affected other Ivy League colleges and private research facilities like Harvard, Princeton, Stanford, Johns Hopkins, even NASA and the Lawrence Livermore National Library. Now, at this point, it's important to make the distinction between a computer virus and a computer worm, because unlike a virus, a worm doesn't need a software host. It can exist and replicate completely on its own. And this particular worm seemed only to target computers running a particular version of the Unix operating system, and among other things, would attack the user's email system and identify other users on their network, and it was designed to stay well hidden. Now, while the worm didn't destroy or damage any files, its goal was to slow down the host's computer process, so important military and college computer functions were sandbagged to a slow crawl, and emails were delayed for several days. Meanwhile, budding computer programmers tried to figure out how the worm worked and how to remove it. Organizations began wiping their computer systems. Some removed computers from the internet altogether for as long as a week. While the damages were hard to determine, it's estimated to be in the millions. As the worm was pinpointed and IT professionals began to attempt to remove it from their networks, the big question was, who did it? The answer came from an anonymous call to the New York Times. The caller admitted they knew who developed the worm, saying it was designed as a harmless experiment that, due to a programming error, had spiraled completely out of control. The friend began referring to the developer by their initials, RTM. Soon, the Times tracked down a 23-year-old Cornell University student named Robert Tappan Morris, the creator of what would eventually be known as the Morris Worm. Now, Robert Morris was an incredibly talented and gifted computer programmer, the son of an early innovator at Bell Labs. And after graduating from Harvard in June of 1988, Robert Morris was accepted into Cornell University in Ithaca two months later. While at Cornell, Robert Morris began working on a computer program designed to spread slowly and discreetly across the internet. And to cover his tracks, he hacked into a computer at the prestigious MIT and launched the worm remotely in Cambridge, Massachusetts. Now, in the meantime, the FBI had gotten involved and launched a full-scale investigation and confirmed Robert Morris was behind the bug, which would become the world's first cyber attack. And because the internet was so new, the question arose, did Robert Morris actually break any laws? And it turns out that he had. Because in 1986, Congress had passed the Computer Fraud and Abuse Act, 
which made it illegal to gain unauthorized access to protected computers. Then in 1989, Robert Tappan Morris was indicted on federal charges and was found guilty the following year, making him the first person in history ever convicted of breaking this new law. Although Morris avoided jail time, he was sentenced to a fine, probation, and 400 hours of community service. But the incidents surrounding the Morris Worm demonstrated just how important and vulnerable computers were becoming and pinpointed the need for what we now know as cybersecurity. And what began as somewhat of a prank in a Cornell University dorm room in Ithaca quickly became one of the world's first cyber attacks, spawning a new generation of ill-intentioned hackers who have plagued the digital landscape ever since. And that is this week's True Crime Tuesday story, episode number 63, The First Cyber Attack. Join me each week for more stories of true crimes and unsolved mysteries. We'll see you next time.